Yo, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the 1 a.m. podcast. I'm Rashad Milligan, joined by my co-host, Mo Nose and Mr. Jelani Easley. Fellows, how are you all doing? What's good, bro? Man, I'm doing well, man. You know, feeling good, living life. You know, I just want to give a quick shout out to, you know, Anchor, you know, the, the company that helps us, you know, put all of these uh, podcasts out to y'all, you know. So, you know, I'm just feeling good, man. You know, it's a great, great day, so, man. Yeah, shout out to Anchor. So salute to Nissan, you know, Nissan, shout out to Nissan, man. They sent me out to Mississippi for the free. So salute to Nissan, covered all expenses. Oh, that's dope. I know, I know. We, we went out to the Nissan plant. I put on the little goggles and the little, uh, the gloves. And yeah, man, it was, it was a nice event. Nice event. Uh, but, yeah. you know, like the only thing about it was, Everything was so scheduled. It was like two schedules. So if you actually know the area, you didn't get to do anything you wanted to do. So I was like, for me, you know, of course, place I lived for two years, I wanted to go to like this spot, you know, this kind of joint, you know, and it's all like all the places they sent us for sit down and, you know, it was all well scheduled and organized and I didn't really get to do what I you know, wanted to do. But uh, yeah, yeah, the trip was still. You know, can't complain about a free trip. All I had to do was was write about Nissan. Did they have any any uh, did they have any child labor workers? No child, it, it just a lot of robots. And uh, every time we asked about the robots, we were like, "So are these uh taking people's jobs?" And they're like, "No, a lot of people like to think the robots are taking the jobs, but they're not. The robots they're actually just replacing the jobs that are a little more." mundane with the tasks so if you're just moving this box from here to here every day you know the robots will take care of that for you but you know we still have people working and but you know i mean shout out to nissan for sure and, and salute to mo with the with the tv screen frame that's we out here i was looking movie. for a particular background but i couldn't for some reason they only given me the virtual me a blur virtual background so I decided, you know, we're going to be on TV today. I heard yeah. this movie. Uh, no, nah, but that seemed dope, bro. I saw the uh, post you did. Um, I saw you and your Triple Bs, you know. Shout yeah, out to man, I, I debuted the Triple Bs, man. My Triple Bs came in. If y'all didn't know, uh, Triple Bs, Alonzo and Jello, they have affordable Triple Bs under $200. Lavar's Triple Bs are still 500 and up. So since they were 200 and under and they were, they didn't want, you know, ugly or anything like that. I went ahead and caught me a pair of the ZO2s, man. You know what I'm saying? And, um, uh, you know, sent it to, to the triple B's and everybody out there salute to the zoom window and the, uh, the, the VCR recording looking filter now. Uh, but yeah, man, like, yeah. Salute to them. Shout out. I ain't got nothing else to say. Yeah. Now that's dope. When you ordered though, about 2019, <laughs> that's another thing let, let me shout out triple b's man it took about maybe one or two weeks since i ordered it to come to get to the house i was okay. out of town on you know on business when um when they sent it to the house so when i got back to the house they had it there waiting for me with the little note and everything so salute to lavar they, they really got their business right they really got their business right and like i said the fact that i like the most is 
Zoe and Jello brought their prices down under 200 so people could buy it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you still have to save. I still had to save up for it, you know, because they won't like, you know, starberries or nothing. But, you know, it was uh, it was enough for like my shoes on a trip. You know, I have I've been wearing the same shoes since 2012. And um, one of them, you know, the Adidas, the black and white ones, the striped ones, the little yeah. safaras. Yeah, those broke like on the trip. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, bro. So I wore them broke for the rest of the trip because it was the only pair of shoes I brought. So when I got home, the triple B's came came in handy. Hey, that's dope. Oh, look at look at a black business coming in the clutch. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Adidas failed me. <laughs> triple B's came on in. It's my that's lesson. Man, so also also shout out the easy. Shout out the easy. I can't go. Shout out the easy, man. Shout out the easy. And um, that down to two coming out. I don't know if I'm gonna get the stem player, but yeah, I gotta shout out Easy. Too. If I'm gonna shout out Big Baller, I gotta shout out Easy, man. You want to talk about your trip? I ain't talking about the trip too much, but shout out Easy. That's what I gotta <laughs> say, man. Easy, Easy hooked a brother up, man. X. Nah, shout out to uh, shout out to Kanye. Shout out to the stem player. Um. Shout out to harassing your ex-wife. Shout out to oh, excuse me, he's not formally his ex-wife yet. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, right. shout out to everybody trying to get their family back. Shout oh, out shout out, shout out to Trinity. Shout out Trinity Rodman, you know. Got the hoodie on right now, man. Shout out Trinity Rodman. She ain't have a jersey. She ain't have a jersey, they ain't have a jersey in the league. She the highest paid player in the league. Had to put it on, you know. My boy uh Mo Mo got on the white hoodie too. Would you like to shout him out? Oh yeah, shout out to Living Royalty. You know, this one, the the OG uh hoodies from you know, I think about 2018 for real. Shout out my yeah. boy Will. This is that shout good out. product placement. We're going places. I like this. Man, we had to well <laughs> it Mo started it off with the anchor. And I was like, we might as well shout out all the businesses and stuff. But Next. yeah, man, I you know, you gotta be especially cognizant these days, like I said. I was talking to my boy, John Thomas, who will probably get on the pod at some point. I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to him about this one dude we went to school with. And he was just complaining about, like, he wasn't going to go to the reunion because he feels like everything he receives is fake support. And, um, you know, and I was like, fake support? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, like, everybody has a clothing brand. You know, everybody has a clothing line. Everybody has a mixtape. I literally cannot listen to everybody I've ever met's mixtape and buy one piece of clothing from their clothing line. I literally can't. Everybody got a clothing line. Everybody got a mixtape. I don't have enough time or the money to support every single person in that way. What I can do is repost. I can repost. I can shout you out on social media. That's free. Don't cost a thing, which I've done for you. So it's like, I don't understand why people, you know, will kind of come like that. But, but anyways, that, that's where it started. And, you know, I was just having that conversation with John Thomas about it and stuff like that. But, but yeah, man, like, um, but as you grow older, more people around you, especially in the pandemic, they're finding new ways to try to eat. So it's like, you know, if everybody got a clothing line, you know what I'm saying? Who am I if I go shopping, if I get some new stuff from, like, Louis Vuitton, you know, et cetera, whoever the heck. And homie over here got a, a hoodie line. Shawty over here 
that is so-and-so. And LeVar got the triple Bs. Who am I, you know what I'm saying, to go with the usual stuff that I see or whatever or, or what I see online because it's a new day and time now uh, and cop that ahead of, you know, my homie stuff. No, nah, you shouldn't feel bad about it, though. Like, if you want, you know what I'm saying, if you – you just happen to have the money to go buy some Louis, and you know you're not buying your own, but clothing. It's it's okay to just get the Louis, like you know what I'm saying. I'm that. If I got Louis money, and the homies got say so and so, say Mo got a hoodie, uh, Living Royalty got a hoodie, Noel got a hoodie. If I don't have none of them three hoodies, and I go out and cop the Louis Vuitton, I'm wrong. I'm an L man's. Hmm. I don't know, bro. I'm an L man. If if I have three homies, if Taliban got a hoodie, if Fofo Cap have a hoodie, if Don have a hoodie, I ain't getting none of their hoodies. And the second I get a thousand dollars and I see a Louis Vuitton 500, it ain't 500, 500 though, hypothetically speaking, because I got a thousand. And I spent half the thousand on the five hundred. I'm an L man. Yeah, I mean, you should definitely like if you have like, yeah, you got a thousand, you about to spend five hundred on that. And most most time, people hoodies only be like 40, 50, maybe sixty. At least some people do be up at like eighty. You know, I give you that. But you know, I do agree with you. You know, you should definitely support where you can. You know, if you know you see a a brand constantly and then you just visit like you know purposely kind of ignore it then you know that's kind of messed up i ain't gonna lie like you know support people where you can you know black businesses you know all black businesses you know they need support man because we ain't gonna you know everybody want to talk about you know circulating the black dollar you know but you know it gotta it takes putting the real effort in if y'all don't People don't really be wanting to support, man. You know, they rather go flex because it's hard to flex in a brand people don't know. Big fact. And the crazy Let part is, oh, go go ahead, Jelani. I mean, to cut you off. My bad. But um, all right. So let's say, let's say your homie he drops his mixtape on a Friday, and like three of your favorite artists. They dropped that same fight. Like about three years, like your favorite, favorite. Like I'm I'm listening to Gambino, Tyler, and Ye first. Yes. And then you, you get to the okay. Yes. All right, as long as you get to the home. All right, I respect that. But Mo Mo dropped on the same day as, as uh culture three. Was that culture three? Yeah. Mo dropped on the same day as culture three. I honestly cannot remember which one I listened to. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I can't remember which one I listened to first. I know Mo, I the first time I listened to it, Mo was with me, I believe. Because we, yeah. we we did it on the uh, on the camera. Yeah, I think Mo dropped right before we um before we kind of rekindled our relationship. Yeah, it was uh June. Yeah, that was like right before we started speaking, I think. I think started doing a podcast in August. But I ain't going, yeah, I ain't going to lie. M- music is a bit different as far as like orders I'm going to listen to. I think the most difficult thing with music though is, is not listening. Listening is easy, right? Listening to your favorite couple songs off it consistently is easy. The thing I would probably say that's difficult with my friends 
is listening to a full project over and over and over. Like Saba just dropped, right? Saba just dropped and I'm still bumping the Earl and there's a couple other good projects that came out, but Saba and Earl, the ones I kind of have in rotation, you know, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two on a consistent basis. It's difficult for me with a homie to listen to their full thing over and over and over. And I, I don't know why that's the case. I don't know if it's just because I know them. So the voice is like, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it. I can listen to my favorite two songs off the homie project. I can't listen to a whole project from my homie on a loop like I can Saba and those other guys. And y'all y'all can add y'all feedback in that. I mean, realistically, you know, not everybody, you know, even with some of your favorite artists, you're not sitting there listening to their albums on full repeat, you know? Like, so I think that's the thing, you know, realistically, even your homie ain't, you know, just because they're your homie, but it's like, realistically, they're still at a lower tier. So it's just like, they're probably- Our, not- our resources with the instrumentation and the, the, the in- you know, music they can afford pretty much. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, it just may not be the whole thing may not be hidden like that, you know. And I think that's that's real. That's life, you know. It happens. It's, and there's nothing wrong with it, you know. Everybody keeps grinding. It's like I feel like there's not many albums that I want to listen to just in full in general. You know, I I heard Roddy Rich album. I mean, I like I like parts of it. I'm not gonna go listen to that in full again. You know, I, I, I listen to Saba and and Earl's album like at least half of it, the first half while I'm getting ready in the morning, every morning now. I, I listen to Wiz Khalifa's album every day. Like his whole album, I start that from top to bottom. Uh, Wiz got wings, you know, so mm-hmm. I understand that there definitely be albums like Larry June, he's one person like that. I could always, you know, any Drake album, I'm not gonna cap, you know, I could really just start that and just keep going. But I feel outside of that, you know, there's not many artists that I really just want to listen to your whole project, you know? So. Yeah, in order, in order for me to listen to your whole, like, the whole, whole thing, at least more than once, I'll give it a whole listen for the for the first play just out of respect. But um, yeah. if you don't catch me within the first, the first five to seven songs, you got, like, some heat, like, some, some heat, heat I can see myself going back to. I'm probably not gonna go back to it because I forget what I was listening to, but somebody was saying that um, through all genres on like Spotify and Apple Music is like 5,000 releases a day as far as singles, mixtapes, albums. So it's like, even somebody like Kanye West, that's my favorite rapper ever, but I've listened to Jesus is King once front to back. I think I might listen to Ye like once front to back. I might have a couple songs off those albums I like, but this just wasn't the ones for me to go back to. So. I definitely feel where y'all coming from. It's two albums, though, from, like, people I know, but they're, like, acquaintances, not homies. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. So now that's where it's, like, do you think a part of it is you just know a person? Because, like, Larry Lee, uh, Dirty Dingy, and, and the other one, like, is the next one, the one after that, I will listen to front to back. Literally only because I like Dirty Dingy so much. <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe I need to give this another, maybe I need to give this another listen. But um, right. uh, them and uh, Suave Project, the one where you had the billboard in Atlanta, I think that was like 2018, 2019. But the, it's two in the morning and I do what I wanna. 
that one. Those are two that, that I listen to, like, you know what I'm saying, in rotation, you know, for however long it took me to get ready in the morning uh, from, from front to back or front to the middle whenever I got ready and stuff. Uh, right. But those weren't my homies. So it was like, I don't know. There, there's always that question of, do you think, because, you know, DDG talks about it all the time with him. He's like, he feels like a, a kind of um, a problem that he faced in his career or he's faced, I feel like he's broken through that now with uh, thanks to moonwalking and the Calabasas. But, um, you know, people watched him grow up on YouTube. So it's like, they feel like they know him. So they can't take his music that seriously because they feel like they know him. And they said it was the same thing with uh, Genius Part One. Uh, oops, Jelani dropped. Uh, Genius dropped uh, Part One. I might have to repeat this when Jelani gets in since he's such a big gay fan. And he's like, actually the one that recommended Genius to us. But uh, with Genius Part One, with the All Falls Down, you know, they were discussing on Breakfast Club. And uh, Angela E said, sometimes with their friends, since you know them, you don't take it as seriously because they're your friends and you know them. I just wanted to know with you, Mo, do you, do you feel like that's, um, that holds any weight as well? Like, yeah, I do. Especially, I think one thing that I've come across when listening to my peers' music is some, some people just really just don't be talking about what they actually live, you know? And so <laughs> that's... It gets hard for me when I got know you, and then it's like, bro, like, what are you talking about? It's, you didn't have to say all this, you know. But the people that I do know, and you know, and they be maybe have the same subject matter, you know, I I do enjoy their music, and I'm I'm just a fan of if I can believe what you're saying, you know, and and I think, but and I think just also there is a familiarity. That's what I'm saying. It's like if it's familiar, like I. There's some people that like I've recorded, you know, that that I'm cool with, that I can listen to their songs consistently, you know, maybe not a whole project. I'll be honest. There's not too many people that I feel I want to listen to their whole project, but listen to a few songs like over and over. But, you know, I feel like a lot of times that's one thing I, I feel with a lot, just a few of the peers that I've had. You well, know, well you have to also think about it like this. So like, um, but before Jelani hops back on, it's like, so we pretty much, especially say probably 2013, 2014, 2015, we spent literally every day together. So we literally knew everything there was to know about each other from 2013 to 2015. So it's like, mm -hmm. since we already know everything, if we hear something in a, in a, in a song, we like, I already know that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I was there, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. like, like, like when, when I rapped about, when I was making music about heartbreak or disappointment, those are all things I was texting you about, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you already know what I was going through and what was my mindset and everything like that. Um, and then I guess, you know, the, the same on your side and stuff like that with me. So it's just, um, I guess that could probably possibly play a part with it as well. Would you agree with that? No, because I feel like the people that, you know, that's, like there's i feel like it makes the song more fire to me because i'm like oh bro like i remember that moment you know yeah, it's yeah. like like hear you to be able to tell the story of it and to bring it to life through a song like that makes me think it's more fire you know and so that's why i say the people who i know when they like they rap it and they 
they talking about what they talking about, you know? And that, and that's something that with me, I became bigger on. I didn't want to just tell a story. I wanted to tell my story. And, and I think that's the thing. If I don't feel like you telling your story, if you telling your story, then I'm a rock with it, you know? And, uh, you know, not all the songs are far. I just think, I just think it just realistically, people don't, you know, at the level that people are at, you know, there's a, like, if they were there, they, everything was all together, they would be signed, you know? And it's yeah. just like the people who are like, who may be signed that you may like know, you know, like I used to say, like with the Suave or, you know, um, literally. Yeah. Well, that, that's not who I'm about to say, but um, I'm going to say it was somebody else that we, we know that. Cam, Cam, Cam the Artisan. I, yeah. You know, like him and like, and I'll say also with like Tony Snow, I like his music. Well, no, no, Tony. I think Tony Snow is a great example for the kids. He really needs to talk to the kids because he was someone we saw, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's on tour right now. I don't want to get in no hot water. It is what it is. Tony, I listen to the music all the time, bro. Ain't it crazy how they don't mess with you to turn up? I had to sing a line so he know I listen. Anyways, here go. That was a prerequisite. <laughs> well, looking like you want to say. All right, all right, all right. So, oh, I was trying to see what you about to say. He was someone like in 2013, 2014, he was someone you kind of looked at. He was like, all right, come on, bro. When you listening to his music, like, come on, bro. But now I felt like through the years, he's kind of played with different sounds of like, this is the sound he likes. This is the reality of my life and what I like and what I want. And he makes those two together to make, I feel like what he's found the perfect mixture of this is my life, but this is the sound I like. And it's not just dangerous, murder, murder, kill, kill. I'm flipping cocaine. It's just relatable stuff. <laughs> it's like, I'm texting this girl. I'm texting another one. I'm having fun. I'm Tony Snow. People wish they could be Tony Snow and rap like me. Like, that's what he's kind of like rapping about now. Right. So I feel like I can enjoy it more. And I am definitely embracing more because he's being him now. And he's being him for what I know him to be growing up, you know, you know from a foreign school and stuff. As opposed to just I'm flipping the bricks, I'm I'm killing these folks, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So so that's what I, I wanted to tread lightly with that because I didn't want him being like, oh, he said I lied, and you know what I'm saying. Then it's folks out on me for they got me on their bounty or whatever. But uh, but but Jelani, what what I was saying was we were talking about um I brought up the genius doc, doc uh, part one, and how on Breakfast Club when they were talking about the all falls down part, Angela Yee said. A potential part of that is, you know, when you know people, you might not take their music as serious because you know them. Um, so, yeah, I just want to know your thoughts on that. I mean, yeah, that's possibly true because it's, I mean, I think you um, you can recognize a talent in somebody that you know closely, you know what I mean? But I don't think you ever, um, you I don't think you ever stop looking at this person's to an extent, being the person that you knew growing up, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, 
trying to think of like a scenario. Uh, who's like a popping? Um, let's just say hypothetically, you knew like Roddy Rich when he was a kid, like a, a small child or whatever. Um, you gonna support him? Like you know what I'm saying? You still going? He's might he might make songs you like and things like that, but just because you you have a different perspective of this person's life um, compared to other people, it might be hard to to really ever look at them like an artist artist, you know what I'm saying? Like to an extent your celebrity, it doesn't really mean much to me if I knew you uh, way before that. That's how, that's what Mo used to say all the time with uh, K-Camp. When K-Camp first came up because he used to hoop in uh, on Booth Road. Yeah, oh, we're boy out of here now. Been out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Been out of here. Nah, well, you know, but, but the uh, front, back, side, that like, that was like, yeah. what? We were like, what, sophomores? Maybe juniors? Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? Like so, like, when, when he popped, it was like, right, you know, kind of go ahead, Mo. I'll let you tell uh, the story. Well, I was going to say, nah, that was like close to the senior year, I feel. I feel like we'll listen to that, like, at senior year parties. Like, do it. Nah, that was probably about junior year. I'll say about junior year, actually. Probably like 2010, 2011, I want to say. Yeah, it was around there. Shout out to Michael Bond. Oh, it was like, oh, wait. Yeah. Hey, but how y'all, how y'all feel about Atlanta not being Atlanta? Ah, <laughs> man. <laughs> Dog. The, the thing that got me, well, I just I just tweeted. Um, I tweeted her about an hour ago because okay. when I was riding home from work, it was, um. first things first, I was riding to work, right? And it's all the stations were just talking about it. All the stations were talking about it before commercial breaks and all that. And then I'm riding home from work and it's the, the song that I hear, uh, they start playing the actual song. And I'm like, I've never heard, you know, like I know who she is. Um, she was at the Lil Nas X event when I first got back and stuff like that. So I know who she was, but I've never heard one of her songs on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Because she's like, like, like you said, Jelani, it's like 5,000 songs being released on Spotify days, a billion rappers these days and, you know, a billion songs. So, you know, it's like a lot of rappers with clout online with millions of song plays online, but like no songs on the radio. Like that's a different type of level of impact and reach. Her song was on the radio, like immediately, right after it went viral. And I think she did, you know, she shot it at Truist Park on purpose um, just to have people say like, you shot this at Truist Park, so it'll go even more viral. So it worked. So, I mean, like, I salute her genius for, like, really just setting that up. Hey, I ain't trying to I ain't trying to show her intelligence, but, like, I don't think – I can't give her that credit. Like, I don't think she was trying to be, like, tongue-in-cheek recorded at Truist Park. I really think – I don't think she think it was Atlanta either, but I just thought she was just, like, what we got on – I can't even say she had on Braves clothes, because so she had on a Falcons jersey. Um – it, as far as I didn't have no issue with us talking about um, Lithonia or like Stone Mountain or certain places like that. I just thought it was funny because um, with us. All right. For those of you that might be listening outside of the metro Atlanta area, like there technically is not like a North Atlanta. It's not like a like there is, but it's not really. It's not a lot of people that technically live in what would be considered um, North Atlanta. So the people that really make up. Uh, as Migo say, the North will be uh, like Gwinnett slash Cobb residents. And it's usually from people from 
like people from Clayco or College Park or Decatur would look at us and be like, yo, that's not Atlanta. Like y'all can't really claim the city. So it was just interesting for me to see how they react when someone in the city is like, no, y'all not technically Atlanta either. You know what I'm saying? I saw a lot of people that um, had Atlanta in their bio, but as, as the young lady said, they're not Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's a fact. I heard, uh, I heard people got put in their bio now near Atlanta. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just Asia. like, what's Atlanta there? Like she said, if you wasn't born in Grady and went to APS, you're not Atlanta. Bro, I was born in Northside. Like, does that like that says Atlanta? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, like <laughs> Atlanta, pretty big, bro. Yeah. She you know what I think? Not Atlanta. I think it's because um, if you if we if we really took out like all the people that like she named that are are not from the actual city of Atlanta, as far as like you can't claim the city no more. Do you know yeah. how many legends would not be allowed to claim the city? Facts. Like like Clay Cole when she said Clay Cole and Decatur, I was like, yo. Yeah. But, but anyways, but but it was another thing though. Um, I mean APS isn't that Ros isn't Roswell High School APS or am I mistaken? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know actually, because I know it's not Cobb. Let's see. It might be, but I, I want to say a school like Lovejoy might be. Or is that's either Clayton County or uh, it might be APS too, but I know that's really that's that's technically that's Clayco or whatever. And then what about the kids that like his kids that went to APS schools that didn't grow up in the Atlanta zip code technically because of busing or whatever? Oh, for sure, for sure. And then what's his name is from um, Russ is from like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Russ is from like like Sandy Springs is like Fulton County, isn't it? Oh. If yeah. Mean, uh, <clears throat> but, ahead, well, I'm gonna say yeah, because that's where Roswell is too. Okay, Roswell's Fulton County. So yeah. all right, so I guess it's like Fulton County versus Atlanta City. Okay. All right. I don't know. It's just very like meticulous kind of at the end of the day, it's, it's really um it's dumb. It's dumb to me. I mean, moral of the story is none of y'all is alone. None of us. <laughs> <laughs> It's, Atlanta, it's, but but no, but the thing about it is before she even said this, like this has always been a thing in in no, the sure. city. Like the gatekeeping in a city is like ridiculous. The only difference is like she called out Clay Cole and Decatur, like like uh like Mo called out. Like um, you know, no one's ever called out the black areas that's Metro Atlanta. They never yeah. called it out as saying you're not Atlanta because they were like black, so people just let them claim it. You know what I'm saying? College Park, like, no one has ever said College Park, you're not Atlanta. Decatur, you're not Atlanta. Like, I've never heard that before. So, right. yeah, I think that that was the thing that surprised me the most. Facts. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been, because I personally, I've been taking that for a long time, too, because I'll see people from, like, like we said, like Decatur, um, Clayco, East Point. Like, I'll see them call out, uh, like I said, the the north side or the, the north, depending on where you live. Um, right. They, they complain about us claiming the city. It's like, nah, bro, technically, y'all not in the city either. Like, if we really want to nitpick and say who's from Atlanta, it's right. very few people that are, like, actually live in the city of Atlanta. Facts. That's why people, you know, the people really from Atlanta always love to talk about how they were born in Brady. And hey. shout out to my north side babies. Once again, though, 
<laughs> right though. But yeah, man. What y'all do for Valentine's Day? Um, I literally, I literally just side note. Um, I literally got got uh, messages from from my um, my manager, I guess you will, about why I haven't done a story on um, on Amarada and her Atlanta call out song. Like at the, the exact second we were talking about it, so it's the hottest right thing. Now. It's got over what two million views on Twitter in like four days. Like I said, it was on. Like the fact that it blew up so large, and there I saw people doing like think pieces on Twitter, like Clayton County was actually the country before you know the Olympics came in and pushed out all the black people, and then it became you know what I'm saying all the Atlanta historians on Twitter and stuff. And I'm like, bro, like it is not that serious, bro. Literally, Clayco is what a 15 minute drive up 85 into the city. Uh, <laughs> Marietta is a 20 minute drive on 75 South into the city you know we're talking about places that are 15 20 minutes away <laughs> and we're, why are we gatekeeping that i don't i don't understand it's the dumbest thing we've got world hunger this going on this going on and we worried about who from atlanta and who's from 10 minutes away around the corner right oh, man what are we doing right now it's bigger than black and white it's bigger than black and white man what y'all need hunger is not about is some racist white folks doing that tomahawk chalk and talking about let's go braves when the Cherokees and the uh, Native Americans said, this is uh, ignorant and this is offensive. And they get one Cherokee that they paid a million dollars to get up there and say, go Braves and do the tomahawk chop. They play it before every home game and the white folks think it's okay. It is not okay. That's what y'all need right. to be worried about in Atlanta. So that it's Braves chop is not Atlanta? That Braves chop is not Atlanta. <laughs> You technically not wrong because I don't think they should do that before Dion played here. Like yeah, I don't that would that yeah, wasn't like he, a brave it, Yeah, he brought it up here. Yeah, so technically yeah. the Braves shop is Tallahassee. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think they got clearance down there straight from the tribe. Oh, they 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 they, they tapped in with the OGs. <laughs> Florida State, they dapped them up. They said, Hey, bro, we're gonna hey, feel me. They got it yeah. right. And he brought that up with them to Atlanta. And they've been doing it ever since. They were like, "Can we get some help on our uh, on our settlement?" Nah, you get Florida State tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Washington football team. Shout out to the Washington Commanders, man. Shout out to the Cleveland baseball team. They, they still haven't changed their name, have they? They still no, Cleveland. They did. Oh, they yeah, did. The, the but they, the Cleveland baseball team. No, the Guardians. Really, the Guardians. Yeah. That's ugly. Guardians. I remember that's better than the, the Washington Commanders. That's that's a nasty team. The I mean, uh, the Guardians. Well, you, <laughs> it still well, sounds you, similar you, to you Indians. At least it rolls the tongue. I like Guardians better than Commanders. Commander is not even like an alliteration. Like y'all could have. I don't know, bro. They could have did better than that. The Commanders. Did you, did you see the video of like the five Washington fans outside the door? And they're like, sure? we are commanders. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> nah, I didn't see that. Oh, it's we had to answer your question. Bro. You got to see it. It's a dude, right? He's just standing out there with his phone. And he said, he said, all right, y'all, we going to do it. 
There's only like five fans. It's the greatest video on the internet. I promise you, you will not be disappointed when you look it up. He's like, we are <laughs> farmers. But no, he said, we are commanders. Bum, 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 bum. And then he takes like two seconds to get to the stop button on his phone. It's, oh, it's the best video. Best video on the internet. Man. Shit, if you find it, send it to me, bro. Hey, not to get, because I do want to ask you a question, Mo. Not to get sidetracked. I don't like when people screen record videos or like they post videos and they forget to crop out like the last, like the last two seconds. <laughs> like, bro, like you, like you have the option to take this off before you post this, dog. Like, not only can you do it in your phone, but on the Twitter app. Like, it's, it's, it says, how much of this video do you want? Like, I don't really understand why folks just ignore that. The, the Hawks did that to us once where we were like in the six man section. I was back with Chris. Shout out to Chris. And, um, you know, we recorded ourselves going crazy over a buzzer beater. So I sent it to the social media team. And that's, I would assume the social media team, like, Rashad is in the six-man section cheering right now. He is not paying attention to this. I recorded it, and I sent it, right? So I'm thinking they would clip it. Bro, they posted it on the main page, the Hawks page, with me doing this at the end. Oh. you <laughs> 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 looking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the video ends. It's me going, ah. <laughs> Embarrassing, man. Embarrassing beyond belief. Hey, it'd be the, uh, you know, the MyG videos for the girls, you know, right before they get the, you can see them start walking. Like, you can see they, they go. I'd be like, bro, y'all could have clearly just clipped this out and just had you just walking. <laughs> but I think it's just all part of the thing now. It's like, you know, I don't know, maybe... You know, everybody think they're comedians. So, uh, I mean, so we're breaking the fourth wall of social media is what you're saying, Mo? Pretty much. I, I like the I like the trend of the um of the comedian like Instagrams of where it's just like you know, they they all their posts are like 10 slides, right? And the 10 slides are like nine random memes that have nothing to do with the post, and then one like just weird selfie of like up their nostril and it's all blurry. And then the yeah. caption is like cows. Like I like that because it's like it's taking the power back of social media. Because you know, there it was like this era where everything had to be perfect. And then there was an era of everybody talking about social media is so stressful because everything has to be perfect. And now it's like people are taking back their power on social media. That's a fact. No, we gotta go back to using Instagram like when we would just be like, yo, I'm at I'm at Golden Corral today. Here's my plate. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> when did that stop happening? Because it was like, that was literally what it was. It was just like taking a picture of your plate. I remember I have a picture uh, in my old phone of like a filtered picture and just in my crib of a, a McFlurry sitting on the, <laughs> there's a McFlurry sitting on the, um, the little countertop in, in our uh, living room. And it's mm-hmm. all filtered. And I, I took so much effort into, you know, shooting it and stuff i was like dang like this is what we used to put our energy into and nowadays it's like if it's not shot by a professional or you know what i'm saying it's, it's so crazy man i remember i had a photo of a cardinal on my instagram it was like me with a cardinal it was just like uh, i was at uh southern and it was like on the floor next to me and i was like <laughs> a cardinal so i took a selfie with it and i posted it Hey, yeah, yeah, that had to go a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Julio Jones, me and a squirrel. Right. 
you know what I think? I think change Instagram. I think when the selfie stick came out, that was when it was like, that was the first level of uh, professionalism on Instagram. That's when you started seeing folks with the <laughs> the DMs, the, the, bro. I'm gonna blame the DMs and stories because it's like the the mm-hmm. little random stuff that you would have posted on your page. You get yeah. your post to your story now. No, nah, that's facts. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that's facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I if I see a cardinal today, bro, I'm throwing that on my story. Why would I? Right, post I'm that? not. <laughs> it's not getting the main post. Salute yeah, to see Julio this. Jones, man. See the how wholesome that is. And the uh the greatest receiver in the world from 2000. What years would you guys say he was the best? 2014, 2018. That's about right. Yeah. 2014, 2018, greatest receiver in the world, Julio Jones. Me and a squirrel. Uh-huh. Hey, I oh, I feel like we just getting further and further sidetracked, but I definitely respect looking back on it how much he uh he repped the city. Like he definitely, you know what I mean? We never stole his car like we did Calvin Ridley. So you know the city loved him back. Facts. So did, did you see did you see the dude uh posting a picture of Calvin Ridley from like 2018? And he said, This don't look like a man who's suffering from mental illness to me. Dang. I ain't even gonna speak on that. Hey, shout out. Shout Fans out. are <laughs> terrible, man. Fans are terrible, yeah, bro. Fans are terrible. And it's crazy because it's like, you know, you talk about it all the time with the they because I seen them week by week. Every week, Calvin really didn't come back. Uh, I mean, mental health is important, but really, we need you better than. I'm like, bro, like, this season was a wash for the Falcons, whether Ridley played or not. And y'all right. would agree with that. Falcons fans yeah. are so delusional. I could go on a whole rant about Falcons fans, but I'm going to stop right there. Right? And then it's like, then the thing with AB happened, and it's jokes. But when something bad happened, Vincent Jackson, when something with them jokers happened, then it's all we got to pray for the mental health of the disorders of. Y'all jokers don't care about nothing. Y'all just act like y'all. I'm tired. And it's been that way. And I'm glad folks have called it out for what it is. That was that was way sidetracked. You're talking about sidetracks, Jelani. I just <laughs> had to go left field. <clears throat> All right. Back to the question Mo asked uh, 20 minutes ago that we never answered. Um, yeah, facts. <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh I ended up having to work that night, so I couldn't really um, – like, I really did have to work. That wasn't, like, my excuse. Like, <laughs> you know, I had a surprise shift. I'm so sorry. Like, um, right. but, yeah, I feel like – I don't know. I, Valentine's Day last year, I feel like it was more lit because it was on a Sunday. I didn't really see that much, like – that much, like, fly uh, fly pictures of, like, cute couples goals this week this year. Maybe, maybe it's just my timeline. Yeah, nah, I nah, mean, I, I, I agree with you, Jelani. Uh, but you, you go ahead, Mo. No, nah, I was gonna say, like, slick. Yeah, I agree as well. Like, I had, I mean, I had to work that day, I had to work a double, so I wasn't really on the gram anyway. But I mean, shoot, when I got off, yeah, it wasn't too much going on. Man, I ordered flowers for my girl, bro. They did not deliver. Oh, yeah, that's whack. yeah, bro. So, and then, like, they said that they attempted, but they didn't, um, but they didn't call her or nothing. And so, I'm sitting there at work, sitting there thinking, I'm like, bruh, like, it's going to be a surprise. She's going to get the flowers. You know, I'm thinking, like, bet, you know, I like, I know she's probably thinking, like, damn, he ain't do nothing, you know, because I had to go to work early. But then, 
I'm thinking, you know, the fire gonna come through. Did not come through. So, yeah. So I ended up, uh, I had to do something. So I ordered some Uber, some Uber Eats for her, and ordered her some pasta to the uh, crib. And it was supposed to have a note on there to be like, yeah, you know, you're supposed to get something else, but you know, this has to settle for the time being. Blah blah. blah. No note. So she just like she got the food. She's like, oh, I appreciate it. You know, I was like, dang. But See, yeah, this is how technology fails us. Yeah, bro. But it's all good. They they eventually delivered the flowers. I got a refund, and I was able to get some roses to give to her that day. So it all worked out. Dang, that's that's real tough. That's real tough. My Valentine's Day, you know, just sending um, sending pictures of bouquet of bouquets. <laughs> And uh and messages and being like, here you go, virtual BK, you know what I'm saying? I did that. And then it was like my one day where I had like I was here. It was the one day I was in the crib, you know, my mom's crib for like the first time in like two weeks because I was on the road so much. So I was just kind of like enjoying that because the next morning is when I went to Jackson. So I was really just kind of enjoying the day of rest. And, you know, people understood when I told them that. So, yeah, that that's how I did it. Did you, uh, you send one of those virtual bouquets to she who shall not be named? Yeah, you know, man. Oh, oh, you talking about, oh, no, no. Okay. No, right. no, no. <laughs> he, he talking about Deja. No. Oh. <laughs> I did not know right. that. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Well, I sent her a meme whenever, like, Kanye did something. I saw someone was like, Kanye be like, and it was a hilarious video. And I sent that to her. But, but nah, I ain't saying no, no. I ain't trying to get no lawsuit. <laughs> hey, you said you was, you said you was sending pictures. I didn't know where that was going to go. Oh no no! I was sending literally like pictures of like flowers. That was it. It was yeah. Nah, I when he started off, I was sending pictures. I was like, all right, Rashad, try to get your breath far from my my Anthony Weiner, right? Literally and figuratively. Well, what was that man's name? That bro, it's like that's crazy, bro. Politicians are some crazy dudes, man. Yeah, I ended up getting flowers from someone for, for someone though, so I I wasn't just totally like, you know what I mean. Yeah, Got to do something at least. Oh, that's what I wanted to touch on. Jelani said it with the timeline thing, with no one being over extravagant, over the top. I think it's because literally, the part that I like about social media nowadays is like there's a normalization for everything. So it's like if someone does something extravagant, someone would be like. Normalize your partner going above and beyond for you. And then there'll be a quoted retweet and it'll be like, normalize your partner doing the best they can <laughs> because we're all going through it and the mental health is important and we're in the middle of a pandemic. And those type of tweets, they really lower the bar for us as men. And we don't have to do nothing after that because we could just be like, I'm protecting my mental health. I'm doing as much as I could. I'm sorry, babe. You know what I'm saying? So salute to all y'all, man, for real. Yeah, but not salute to anybody who's just trying to finesse their girl by using mental health. <laughs> not salute to you. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing what I can, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you setting the bar, dude, you know, 
I ain't rent out Universal Studios for you, feel me? I can only do what I could do, you know, from the goodness of my heart, you know what I'm saying? You know, babe, I was going to buy you flowers. I was going to take you to dinner. But I woke up this morning, wasn't feeling it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe next year. And, and on New Year's Eve, I decided 2022 was going to be personal, and I was going to take the time to put myself first and all these other years, because, you know, any other year, you know, I put others before myself. But really, um, if if I can't be the man that I could be from within, how can I be the man that I need to be to you? You know, saying. baby, I could, I could buy you something for Valentine's. I could, but what, what financial purpose can really show you how much I love you? Like what? <laughs> I can't right. express it through money how I feel about you. No, nah, even worse is the dudes that's like, yo, that just doesn't, it doesn't align with my religion. You know what I mean? It's just not. It's just not spiritually right for me to celebrate Valentine's Day. When not not blaming Allah. Right. How you blame, <laughs> how you blame <laughs> Allah for not buying your girl a gift? Facts. Hey, speaking of that word, though, uh, what was that? What you just say? It was a word that you just used like five minutes ago. What were you talking about? Not five uh, minutes Self-care? Ago. Not self-care. Um, normalize. Oh, Folks yeah, just be yeah. throwing that word normalize around just in any situation. Just normalize, stop using the word normalize. Yeah, it'll be a picture of like uh, a celebrity with their kid and be like, yo, normalize taking care of your kids. So I'm like, bro, what? Like, what is that? Like, <laughs> no, normalize co parenting. Like, the idea of co parenting was just invented. And just because you're a co parent for the first time in 2000 does not make it a new concept. Right. Normalize breathing air. Uh, <laughs> no, no, normalize going to church and not being ashamed to, to love Jesus out loud 100 emoji prayer sign emoji. Like, fam, I think that's pretty normal like I think I think, I think there are people, millions of people that go to church every week facts I'll be saying the dumbest most basic stuff and it's intense to go viral because the attempts to go viral from the little meme pages is just saying pretty much anything relatable to as many people as possible and it gets to the point where it's just like common knowledge and just things. Go ahead. You know, I really be thinking with some of these pages. I'm like, it's interesting. I'm like, who was the first person to say this? Like, when you see some <laughs> of these like meme pages, and you you like, I know you didn't come up with this, and this is going viral. You know, but I'm I really be thinking. I'm like, yo, there's somebody out there who like really really did they thing on this tweet this was a funny tweet you know like <laughs> i'm like dang i'm mad they can't get their credit right now shout out to justin the boy <laughs> shout out shout out to the to the donda doles shout out to the donda doles hey it's certain tweets that i feel like been getting recycled since like 2012 bro fact. no it's, that's it's, a, it's a couple of tweets i see but they go mega viral and i'm like how does this go mega viral once a month and then the ones now it's like with the rap pics that go hard and they've been posting the same picture of chief keith on a moped with some white girls around them outside his crib from 2013 i done seen that picture four times in the last month and it right. goes viral every time i'm tired of seeing chief keith in 2013 with the 2013 instagram filter with the white girls around him at the house i'm tired of seeing that photo it doesn't go hard anymore and <laughs> hey, every picks that go hard account is like a it's like a chief keep shrine they got like every other picture on that account 
It's like it's, it might as well be like a like a GBE stand account because that's really like the main thing they post is is Chief Keith picks and a couple other a uh, couple other rappers. You know, a viral tweet. I I don't, I, I don't want to see no more. I got like a few like that. I, I haven't seen them so much that I could tell you like the name. But I could listen to tweet off without seeing it. It'd be like every now and then you see a tweet that's like, "Yo, I'm gonna find me a black man and love him, love him, love him," because this world don't. Bro, y'all been tweeting that since fucking since like, since like Michael Brown got killed back in like 2014, dog. Give it a rest. Like, I get it. I, I appreciate the love, ladies, but like, damn, yo, like, at least find a different way to word it. Don't copy that exact tweet right. from 10 years ago. Nah, for real, bro. What are you about to say, Rashad? Y'all remember? Uh, y'all remember? Nah, nah, I'm not about to say nothing yet. Oh, okay, my bad. Y'all remember the uh the deaf dude on Twitter that used to be posting like the the love memes and stuff, but he still had his headphones in. Uh, nah, <laughs> his name was like Deaf Greg or something like that. <laughs> nah, he's, he's, he's like the original that. Justin LeBoy. It's like back in 2011, 2012, like all the lovey dovey tweets. He would like copy and paste them and had a girl. It's like, oh my gosh, Greg, you shouldn't have. Yes, this is the account. Scroll through and see. All right, so first one is Kanye West. Second one, Lil Uzi. Third one, Keeping Uzi. Okay, Future. Take care. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna lie. That's a hard pick. There we go. Chief Keith, number one. Kanye West. It's gonna be at least at least five more. Tyler the Creek. What Tyler? Okay, Young Boy and Juice World. Dang, Young Boy was fat. Cardi. Oh, this is an actual like classic pick. Another Chief Keith. Playboy Cardi. Lil Uzi. Okay. So, so far, have you seen the same four rappers? Travis Scott, that's a new one. Kanye West, again. Tyler the Creator, again. Chief Keith, again. Playboy Cardi, again. Soldier Boy, this is a new rapper. This is a fifth rapper we have. Pop Smoke again. Man, I had that fit. <laughs> young Thug. Okay, that's the first for Young Thug. This is Chief Keith once again. Playboy Cardi once again. Kanye West once again. Young Thug once again. Chief Keith once again. <laughs> so we've scrolled all the way down here. Kodak Black, he is new. Lil Wayne, we got a Lil Wayne one. King Von, Chief Keith. Wow, look at Von. He looks so, uh, he looks very, uh, you know, innocent. He's far from innocent at that point. Yeah, so, shout yeah. out to Kodak Black, but I'm white. <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm white. My name Kodak Black, but I'm white. That dude right there is uh, something else. Did, did you see what he said about Young Miami and um, who was that, Asian Doll? Or one of the dolls? Dream doll. Dream doll. Yeah. That yeah, dude is something else, man. For those of you who don't know, he went on Instagram Live and he said, yeah, I had to apologize to them because I said, uh, uh, you aren't just about to get a feature and get something from me and I'm not getting nothing from y'all. <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of... But he didn't even address that he got shot, bro. It really, He really moved on with his life because the next day he'll post about Dream Doll. Like, <laughs> on live. 
Yeah, it, it was like literally like nothing happened. Like I don't, I don't know if he got like shot shot or if it was like the bullet kind of like he got shot or shot. Like you know it'd be like on a scale know. of one to fifty cent, like how how bad was <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes it depends on like where the bullet hits and stuff. It depends on how the damage, you know, hap- what happens. But uh yeah, he just kind of moved on. Like, yeah, that happened. He was drilling over Dream Doll, like he said, the very next day. It's like he, he got shot, went to the hospital, got out the hospital, and went back on Instagram. Facts. <laughs> that's yeah, a, that's a wild dude, man. But yeah, I knew Kodak. Also, oh, go ahead. I knew Kodak was different. Um, well, there's several times where I knew Kodak was different, but um, I forget what video it was in last year where he was spraying, he was spraying a raid on his blunt before he smoked it. Oh wow! Like Ray Roach Ray, like just just casually, like didn't didn't edit out the video, nothing like that. He wanted he wanted the community to know this is what this is what the project baby is on, and, and he brings it up in his songs, like it, it you know it's in the biggest song in the world right now with the the super gremlin where he's like, oh y'all think love yak is stupid? I'll show you stupid, and he proceeds to show us more stupid, and it's like um okay. I don't know the point you're trying to prove here was, uh, but I don't know, man. Go, go ahead, Jelani. Hey, he was fake. He still <laughs> ate it. <laughs> it be like that, brother. Not well, nah. It don't be like that. <laughs> it don't be like that. <laughs> nah, but it's like sometimes you just like, gotta spray the raid on it, you know, for extra sauce. I I had a homeboy, bro. That one time, and it's like. You know, I understand what Kodak is saying because it's like some people, they don't care what this the effect is going to be. They just looking for something. And I had a homeboy who took morphine one time. Yeah, bro. He started throwing up and stuff. I was just like, you, you hold on. We passed the point. Yeah, you dumbass. Like, I was like, bro, he took morphine, bro. Like, <laughs> what the hell? But you he know, took people, that, he took people, that Michael Jackson. Care. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just like, bro. If you people to be wilding, but yeah, pumping that Michael Jackson is insane. All right, I'm done. I'm done. All right, <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Man. I had a homie in college. You know, when you like, when you pour them lean, you gotta have like actual prescribed promethazine or whatever. You can't just go to the corner store. I had a homie that I was pouring up with, like. Dollar general cough syrup. I'm like, bro, this is not like <laughs> this is not gonna do put, anything put for it you. Put in the sprite, bro. The cough syrup in the sprite. Yeah, like, bro, this is just gonna yeah. cure your cough. Like, you're not gonna be like, you're not gonna be actually high off of this. Have to be mad drowsy. <laughs> you're just gonna be sleepy with no cough. That's it. Like, <laughs> it's not doing anything. Yeah, people are stupid, bro. Well, folks, I feel like we talked about this one before, like just us being in the fentanyl era, like folks still like be at parties snorting random lines and, and popping random pills. I'm like, bro, I like it ain't 2012 no more, dog. Like I'm not trying to drop dead like because I was having a good time. Like I, I don't know y'all like that. Pop the molly, I'm sweating was the hottest line in the world. Yeah, that's that's over with. <laughs> you know how many people wanted to try molly around the world because of that line that one line yeah. that no. that is insane but that also shows you the power of the music and what, what we always say when we're like 
you know, it's the corniest thing to say or sound like or the oldest thing, but it's like there's power in what you say in your songs because there is. He said, pop the molly, I'm sweating. Woo, dropped the beat with it. It became the hottest line of, of the next two years and countless kids in that impressionable age of like 16 to 25. I want to look at the molly use from 16 to 25, those two years, 2012, 2013. And that line was the hottest song in the world. And that was the biggest line in the world. I want to know what the Molly use was at that time. But yeah. Um, rest in peace, Sad Frosty. Uh, Houston rapper or whatever. Drugs. And then, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, uh, Teodric. You know, Teodric Hawthorne, a.k.a. Guala Brim. Um, yeah. Just rest R. in R. peace to those two dudes, man. R.I.P. to Teodric. I didn't, I didn't. Like I, I ain't gonna say but act like I knew him like that, but we did go to school together. Rest in peace to him. Yeah, I, I didn't know T. Aldrick like that either, but you know, we were at the same grade, so you know, same same groups of uh, circles of, of friends and everything like that, and uh, crossed paths a few times growing up and stuff like that. Uh, he he was a popular kid, so you know, like he's just one of them kids you see everywhere, and uh, you know, if you go to the school long enough, you're gonna cross paths with him. So, rest in peace to him. Just sad story. Just yeah, hope the yeah. kids, you know, can, um, you know, I don't know how many younger kids in high school right now see, but, you know, learn that this stuff, this life stuff is real, man. And um, you're not as invincible as you think you are. You know, life will end one day. So, you know, uh, tighten up. Man, you know, and I just want to say on the note of Teodric, I played football with him when we was in uh, middle school. And, you know, honestly, just one of the most talented dudes, like, I, I saw, you know, I know that's a young age, but at the same time, it's just, like, it, he clearly was, like, the best player on the team, for real. You know, I remember we played Wheeler, bro. Wheeler blew us out, like, 63 to 7. That one <laughs> Yeah, bro, that Tyron was on the team. You remember Hakeem, yeah. bro? Yeah, bro, Hakeem, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro. You know what's so crazy, bro? He like he hit a gross like he must have hit gross part early. Yeah, he, but he because he was like the biggest dude in sixth grade academy. Bruh, I saw him. I was like, bro, he only like five seven. You know, shout out to him though. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I was like, yeah. <laughs> but regardless. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, Jelani, ain't you come from Wheeler? Yeah, he was there. Uh, that we getting real, real Cobb County niche talk right now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he was there the one year. I, I well, he he transferred to our middle school like seventh grade, I want to say. So he was there from then on. But yeah, um, yeah, because he yeah he left after our sixth grade year. He was in Magnet with us. Yeah, I remember he was like the like bro, but he was so strong, bro. He picked me up with like one hand one time, bro. I was like, dog, you know, I was a big dude in sixth grade. <laughs> I ain't gonna cap, bro. But uh, but regardless. Yeah, the whole moral of the story was that one seven, that one touchdown that was scored. I remember it was a screen pass to Teodric, and Buddy hit like a spin, and like it was just, it was just very like I was like, bro, there's no way he just did this because it was crazy. It was like he he, it was a big pile. The next you know you just see him running down the sideline, you know. So, but yeah, just RP to him, man. You know, and I just you know anybody that listen, man, anybody that's younger. <clears throat> You know, and I've heard plenty of stories of people talk about this, how, you know, sometimes, you know, sports ain't 
really your main objective. And sometimes the, the streets become more, or just other things, you know, they really become more important to you. And I feel if you got talent, man, pursue that. Pursue that to its fullest. And, and yeah. I, I believe his son plays football. Um, really? For like, yeah, for like the Marietta Warriors or something like that. I saw on Facebook when, you know, people were tagging him. When you go to his page, that's like one of the first things you see is his son um, playing sports and playing football and stuff. And, you know, Teodric's page, he's, he's all talking about Lamar Jackson and LaMelo and, you know, all those guys. So his love for sports was extremely high still, um, even though he stopped playing. So it's just, you know, perhaps the son can keep that legacy going and kind of change the direction of what if, excuse me. Thanks. Yeah. Yo, y'all been the old lady gang? No, what is that? Uh, Candy Burr's uh, restaurant. Nope. I've, I've, I've heard of, I've heard of it. I've heard of old lady <laughs> game, but, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, man, I went there for my mom's birthday this past weekend. Hey, man, like, I ain't saying I wouldn't go back, but I ain't saying I ain't finna go back no time soon. Like, it's, it was like, bro, it was not it. I ain't gonna even cap. It was just like, I think the thing is, it's like, I didn't, the food wasn't really all that good. It's like, they rent and then the service. Like, the dude who was my waiter, he was solid, but it was just like, like, but how you gonna tell somebody at the table when everybody else got their food, you gonna tell them, oh, yeah, they just told me that they ran out of the rib tips. It's like, bruh, like, Damn. I'm like, bro, like, what you mean, bro? Like, everybody else eat now. Like, <laughs> hold on. This, you got to take my order to go now. Yeah, you know, and it's like, and then we already waited like an hour and a half. Yeah, and like, you know, I was, I was just a little underwhelmed. I ain't gonna cap. But yeah, I just wanted to see if y'all ever been there, man. Like, I would like to support Black businesses. So, you know, hey, shout out to them for being Black. But <laughs> I mean, bro, I would... Hey, yeah. What's but, the name of this one? Old lady. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back so they make sure that they don't support this bike business. <laughs> old, old lady gang? Yeah. Hey, it's but tomato, I will say... But, <laughs> 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 yeah, like, I will say that they had some salmon bites. And then the salmon, even though it was like six ounces for $25... You know, I'm going to say it was still good, though. I will give them that. And in the salmon bites that they have the appetizers, they was able to give me those. So shout out to them for those. Those were hidden. So, but yeah, bro. Speaking salute. of black history. Oh, wait. I, I wanted to say uh, salute to the Cobbler House. That's a black restaurant, you know what I'm saying, in yeah. Abbeville, Louisiana. Salute to the, co- to the Cobbler House, you know, owned by the one and only Corinne Hawthorne, Grammy. Grammy uh, nominated Corinne Hawthorne, platinum recording artist, Corinne Hawthorne. All right. I thought you were going to say Corinne Stephens. Oh, no. Damn, <laughs> damn she, yeah, got a, she got a, a cobbler house in Louisiana. That's crazy. <laughs> Facts. But, yo, what y'all thinking about my boy, Juwan Howard, man? He said, don't touch me during Black History Month, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, thing, the thing is, is like someone said it perfectly uh, on Out of Bounds. They were saying, um, what did they say? 
they said the thing was when, when they were face to face, no one in between them. He just pushed. He, he just put his finger in his face. Right. When everybody separated him, that's when he started throwing the blows. That's when he swung. So. Um, Bro, what was that hit that he did? He tried to grab that man. Yeah, he, like, <laughs> <laughs> he like smacked him outside the head and palmed it like a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what y'all think of uh, Dennis Rodman uh, attire at the NBA 75? I mean, uh, did you see, like, I had no, no problem with it. Did you see Kawhi fit? Yeah, this bit. Kawhi. <laughs> it is funny because like Kawhi didn't have to play. Like it's like he didn't have to play. He's young, you know what I'm saying? He just like just went hoodie with the with the blazer. It's kind of it's crazy. It's crazy for sure. Yeah, but I, I didn't I was surprised by the fact <clears throat> when they called his name, he did a a a, a hint of self-marketing where he threw up the, the claw and did this. That was surprising to me because, like, I don't know. I, I just thought, like, Kawhi would just go, like, and then walk to a spot. Yeah. How you, how you feel about my boy uh, MJ making a grand appearance? Yo, that threw me all the way off. I was like, <clears throat> they said Michael Jordan and the bros. I was like, oh, he showed up. Like, I don't know if he did that junk on purpose where he didn't show up at first just to get that response or that reaction, but. That threw me all the way off, man. He said he was at Daytona. Yeah, he, he was at Daytona. So he wasn't at the pregame shoot. Yeah. So when he wasn't at the pregame shoot, I didn't think he was going to show up. And, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> he said, he said, uh, and for all of those that weren't here, you missed one of the most important nights in the history <laughs> of our game. <laughs> Y'all sit with that. He said, and God bless all the ones who showed up. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, the, the beef between them jokers and uh, the big three jokers, the uh, Boston Celtics, man. Right. But they show, you know, you say that picture they posted today of all three of them together smiling. I'm like, no, yeah. I see that. Yo, Paul Pierce posted the picture <clears throat> of all three of them smiling together. <clears throat> but, but yeah, man, that, that thing was, uh, that was entertaining, though. I ain't going to lie, man. Yeah. It, it was funny to see, like, as MJ's walking up, to see some people, like, some of the people in the 75 clapping, and then some of them, you know, they probably thinking, like, here he go. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to upstage us again. Yeah, it's like, bruh, like, this this ain't, you not number one, bruh. There ain't no <laughs> You know, it's like. Because when he came out, though, everybody was running to him. And it's like, you got to think, it was, like, 65 other legends up there, bro. And yeah. everybody just run into uh to Jordan. So I was like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, nah, that because you know, it, you know, as if I was another legend up there, you know, depending on my accolades, you know, I'm like, bro, <clears throat> Kareem, like, bro. Yeah, that I'll just about to say that. I was yeah. like, if I'm Kareem, I'm like, for real, bro. Like, you so, know, Kareem, like, Kareem is number two on my list, bro. Really? Who number one? Jordan? Jordan. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you put LeBron. And then I got Russell. Then I got Wilt. Then I got Duncan. Then I got Kobe. Then I got LeBron. Okay. You know, I put I put Kobe in front of LeBron just off of pure mentality. You know, people always like to talk about like 
you know, I understand LeBron realistically is the better player, you know, and so it's like, if he's the better player, then put him higher. But I just think he is the better player physically, but mentally, Kobe was just different. And I think that's a that's the difference between Kobe and Jordan and then LeBron. You know, I'm not saying that he don't have, like, he don't have a fighter mentality, but he don't have, like, I don't really see, you know, I've seen it before, actually. I will give him that. He developed the killer mentality. And I think he developed it a little more. It's not like, and it's not as, as fierce as theirs is, you know? But he definitely has a killer mentality to him, but it's it, the way Kobe and Michael had it, they had it from the jump. They had it from like, and it just, it showed in every, like every game, you know, with LeBron sometimes, you know, I understand he, he, he wants to be out there. So he going to take like second quarter off, you know, so that he can be ready for, you know, like the second half and stuff, you know, and then, and then he may take the first half of the fourth quarter off. And then with six minutes hit, you know, he may go crazy. You know, that's just, that's LeBron. And that's what's led him to greatness. But at the same time, it's just a difference when I'm looking and I see like Kobe, like, you know, it's just like, nah, like I'm finna go, I'm finna do this. And I'm finna, I want to kill your, your spirit as I do it. I want you to know I was the best, you know? So yeah, that. So, where you stand? Yeah. As far as uh, comparing Jordan and LeBron, I mean, not Jordan and LeBron, LeBron and Kobe. Well, I guess this conversation starts about like the top uh, 75. Uh, and we were just talking about, he was telling me his rankings, and then he put Kobe in front of LeBron. And then, so, and I just think, like, where would you put LeBron? Like, do you feel like, like, where, where would you rank him? Because, Rashad had him ranked like eight. Seven. <laughs> I got him. I got him number two. You, you, you want me to give you the list? My list? Yeah, because my, my, my student dropped out for a while. Jordan, Kareem, <clears throat> Russell, Wilt, Duncan, Kobe, LeBron. Oh, man. Nah, I got, I mean, I like no disrespect to the OGs. <laughs> Like I, I'm not mad at you putting from from a statistical standpoint, I'm not mad at you putting Wilt or um or or Kareem. I can see that. I can't put um I, I just can't put uh like I respect the eleven rings, don't get it twisted. I can't put Bill Russell. Yeah, also the greatest defender ever. Bill Russell? Yes. Okay, I see where you're coming from with that. It's not like you ain't put like it ain't like you put Dame Lillard over him or nothing like that. So it ain't it ain't that crazy. You know what I'm saying? Why was Dame in a – well, no, no. We know why Dame was in the top. We discussed it already. Kyrie ain't get the shot. Well, that and I guess folks don't like Dwight Howard. That's the only reason why. But um, AD being there is kind of crazy. Dude. He's a champion. Like, I can see that. Um, shout out to Dame Dollar. He's the only – I think he's the only person in the NBA 75 – um, that has mixtapes on Dat Piff. Like, I don't think nobody else. <laughs> I don't think Jerry West has a mixtape on Spin <laughs> Relevant or anything right now. Uh, no, I got LeBron number two all time, though, for me personally. I just, it's just, when you just look at the resume, it's like, even, you know, even if you don't like him personally, for whatever reason, um, 
it'll be 20 years next year, 20 years. Um, they're not winning a ring this year. So it'll be like 20 years, four rings. He, he, he just uh, stalling what, until Bronny. You say what? You say stalling until Bronny get there? Yeah, he just stalling until Bronny now. When is he a free agent? What, like 2025 or something? When, uh, whenever Bronny come out. Oh, he set it up. Okay, so there you go. So he might be – Bron might – so we might see Bron on a random team like the <clears> – <throat> I don't know the, the Hornets or something like that. If they take Bronny like late first round, oh, what what if a team took Bronny number one? <laughs> I can see that happening too. Just to just so we can get LeBron. But Cleveland need to get the number one pick, bro. For real, that'd be crazy. But they too good. Yeah, you, you saw how Brown was trying to claim Cleveland this, this weekend. He said, "Yeah, the Lakers, <clears throat> they're having a tough season, but hey, Cleveland." We got three all stars, man. We got three of them there. I saw that. <laughs> Yo, so but he yeah. earned. Oh, go ahead. I was like, I feel like he earned that right though. Like I don't know, like if any player could do that, I feel like he would be the one. He he wasn't with he wasn't with Darius Garland shooting in the gym. He because if Brown was on the team, none of them boys would be on the team because he would have traded them all by now. Uh, he was like, "Give me James Harden." <laughs> no, <I'm fine. laughs> let me get Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, Carmelo Anthony, Rajon Rondo. Who's on the Cavs now? Yeah, who y'all think they should trade on in LA? In the off season, um, well, half of them dudes is is like one year contracts, ain't they? Like like Melo. He's not gonna be there next year. He might retire, honestly. Um, it's it's like, time for Melo to hang it up. I mean, I was trying to lead y'all to the obvious answer. AD got to go. Oh, you talking about AD? He's the only one that you can like that has any value that you value, could trade because yeah. you can't trade Westbrook unless you trade him for like John Wall again. Yo, That's concept. AD gets traded for Zion. That'd be crazy. It won't happen. But who does that help? Yeah. Ah, uh, bro, eighty would be sick. He got. That. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, "Welcome back to New Orleans." <laughs> he he might mess around and retire, bro. <laughs> I would. I would be like, he said, bro, he said, "My back be issues, my back issues have prolonged me throughout my career." Right. Yeah. Eighty. Well, but what is eighty gonna do, bro? Like, he's great, but he's never available, and he already won his ring. And he's already top 75, main top 75. What else does he have to prove? I mean, like, what are what is he going for at this point? You're not about to be the greatest center of all time. You're not about to be the greatest power forward of all time. What else do you have to prove? You're just playing for money now. But I'll be real, like, outside, like, before these last two years, like, that narrative of him being injury prone was kind of overblown. Because if you really look at, like, if you look at, the amount of games like Joel Embiid has missed versus the amount of games Anthony Davis has missed, like it's actually like it's, it's a lot more games that Embiid has missed than than what AD has missed over the years. But Embiid, Embiid was Embiid known as an injury guy, though. He was, but I'm saying like it, I feel like it was more of a um like Anthony Davis would miss like a random he, he might miss like a random uh ten to fifteen games every season. I would say up until like these last two years, these last two years, he's actually missed like significant time. You know what I'm saying? But um, 
it's interesting to see. I, I feel like we were talking about this before. I feel like LeBron has um, – now it's just LeBron. I say LeBron, Chris Paul. Um, they've kind of warped what we expect from a player that's 30-plus as far as their health. You know what I'm saying? Like, it used to be a time where um, guys would get to, you know, 30, 31, 32, and they naturally would just kind of slow down a bit now because we got, um, you know, better technology, better – whatever, whatever, uh, training, masseuses, things like that. Um, you seeing guys play today like 36, 37, 38 now and still at a high level. Like Chris Paul is 5'11", 37 years old. Yeah, Chris, like, Chris Paul shouldn't be as good as he is right now. No, he shouldn't be. Still balling. Pretty good. Like nine and times and, and he's, out, he's out into the postseason. Is he out to the postseason? I didn't know he was out that long. He's uh, six to eight weeks. Oh yeah, that's about yeah. We about to, yeah. That's, that's that's right right around that time. That's well, the playoffs, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man. But I mean, but even when he's available, the fact that he still plays as well, like <clears throat> I think James Harden is like a more accurate representation of like guys getting older in the league. Like he's slowing down a bit. Yeah. Like with yeah, LeBron. He, oh my bad. I was gonna say yeah. The season there's seven weeks left. Uh, from I think tomorrow and yeah, six to eight weeks. So yeah, he'll be right at the end. Okay. Yeah, my bad. But yeah, keep going. No, I was just saying with LeBron, <laughs> what I think is gonna happen is what's gonna like what's been happening these last couple of years. It's like I just think he's so good and he's so much more athletic than the other players. It's never gonna be a thing of him just ever being just completely washed. Like it might be a Tom Brady situation where it's like, all right, like. I played enough years now for my line and I'm ready to go. But I just can't see – it'll just be a thing where, like, he can't go um, – he can't go full speed for – You, you don't, you don't think he'll be uh, Vince Carter? Nah, he's not coming off the bench. Uh, man, that last Vince Carter year, I, like, I'll never forget the image of him. I forget who they was playing. It might have been the year before his last year, but one of them last two years when he was with the Hawks, for sure. He tried to dunk on somebody and he got up like it's like he got up there and it was like halfway through he realized like yo, this ain't gonna work. And he just shot like a like a shot put layup like midair. And that was when I was like, all right, Vince, like I respect you, OG, but it's it's time, man. You know. I remember I that. Think, I don't think yeah. He talked about it on the podcast uh that he had with uh Ken Baseball. Yeah. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but I don't think Brian ever going to play to you that watch. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't see that either. I mean, I think realistic. I think he's really like, yo, like, I'm going to just retire when my son gets here because that's, that's literally the last accomplishment for him. It's like, I think he, at this point, he realizes he's not going to be Jordan. Well, nah, yeah, I was about to say, it's not his <clears> last, his last accomplishment would be getting six or seven. But that's not happening. It's like. Right, right, right. It's it's like what Kobe was going for. Kobe wanted to get six or seven. Kobe almost had it, man. You know, that's why I like, I used to hate the Celtics for that, bro. That used to be the thing I used to always, think. I was like, man, y'all stop Kobe from uh getting the, uh, the second three peat. I'm like he was supposed to be just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at Cat, Cat, yeah. like, bro, you tried it for real. <laughs> he had to make a business decision. I understand. Dang, Vince. 
Look at Justin Anderson. Look at the team Trey Young had to play with, bro. And people want to compare Trey. Come on, dog. But look at look at bro on the bench. He's like, oh, he about to do it. <laughs> but yeah, man. Dang, Vince. But uh, uh what, what were we talking about? We were talking about Bron. Bron can't accomplish anything else. Oh, should should you guys want me to give you my recap, my scouting report of Bronny? Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I was surprised. I was surprised. I saw Bronny for the first time. Yeah, he's good. He's good, man. Like Amari Bailey's good. Like, you know, as he should be, he's like the number two kid in the country. But Bronny is like actually good. And it was surprising because, you know, I think like he's well, the, the way that we look at him as like not good or not there yet or something like that is because like we're judging him by NBA standards, you know, like NBA prospect standards and not just good high school player. He's a very good high school player. Be a good college player too um, if he chooses to go on college because, you know, Bron might take him G League or something, I don't know, a prep school. But uh, if he goes to college, he'll be a very good college player. He just understands the game, man. Understands the game. Good IQ. Great athleticism. Great athlete. He's really fast. I didn't know how fast he was until I watched him. And so, uh, and good, good defender as well. So he understands the game. He plays defense, great passer, um, and is athletic. And he can shoot. He can shoot way better than his dad. So, I mean, the only thing is he's shorter and he's not that aggressive offensively, but he's really good when he does. Like, he, you know, he picks and chooses when he wants to get involved in the offense. So those are like two things I would say. And, you know, he's just shorter. So basically you're saying he's the next LeBron. <laughs> he like he like Wade's height. He like a little shorter than Wade. Probably. He probably likes Zaire's height. But he's got he got LeBron build though. Like he big. He still, he still probably ain't even hit his growth spurt. Yet. <clears throat> well, I don't know, man. If you ain't hit your growth spurt by what? He about 17 now? He a junior? You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's coming. I mean, Is you know, Paul George grew like uh, four inches. Uh, I think between his rookie and uh, sophomore year. In the league? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm almost positive about that. It may be, it might have been earlier, but I know he was like in the league. He had like a growth spurt. Let me see this growth spurt. But yeah, man, what? like, I think that's the only thing his height and then. He he was uh he shot up to six seven his sophomore year and was asked to play inside. By his senior year, he was six eight, going to Fresno State. He grew another inch when he was drafted to get to six nine. Oh okay, all right. So I mean, I knew he was growing going into the draft. Reddit said that Paul George was six seven when he got drafted, and he's six ten now. But that's Reddit, so that's an online thing that says that. Paul George grew three inches. I feel the same way about Braun. I think Braun was like 6'8 when he got drafted, but now if you measure him, he's probably like 6'10. If you look at a picture of LeBron and like Kevin Durant standing next to each other, or even him and AD standing next to each other, it's not a, a big difference at all. Yeah, they say he's 6'9. He, he, he probably like 6'10, bro, I think. 
thing, Bron, 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 tall Bron. But yeah, but yeah, like uh, I, I think you had something else to, to say on. Oh wow, he posted. He actually posted the picture of him and uh, Jordan. Okay. How it started, how it's going. MJ, LJ. He called himself LJ. Hashtag <laughs> for greatness. Hashtag the kid from Akron. <laughs> He said, out of this world. I, oh, I guess he's a, go ahead. I was just going to ask how many hashtags did he put underneath that? No hashtags. Oh, no hashtags? Oh, he, he kept it conservative. I, I think I think he's like, I think, well, he definitely sees all the jokes about him. <laughs> LeBron be on the internet, and he has kids. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But it is kind of weird to me that this day, like, I'm happy. It's dope to see it now that they interacting and stuff. But it is kind of weird to me that they went, like, Damn near 20 years. He doesn't no like him, bro. He obviously don't like him. No, I think Jordan, I think Jordan does. I think Jordan, somebody said it last night. Jordan is actually like, he's becoming like the soft old man now. Because you're starting to see him like, Jordan didn't used to be at these events, dapping people up and embracing people and hugging people and shit like that. <clears throat> he, he only hugged Luca because that's his uh employee. You know, if that was Blake Griffin, he would have hugged him too. Well, you've you seen how he did, Cat. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat, 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 Cat tried to come over and get yeah, him yeah, on the jokes. He was like, like, nah, oh, yeah. Nah, yeah. Bro. Keep that over there. Good <laughs> luck with Jordan Woods and all that. But. He said, no, sir. We're not, we not cool like that. We're not going bad like that. Jordan Brown, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. But but people kept resharing it. And I was like, bro, he's literally Jordan Brand. Like, he was, like, he used to gas, he used to gas Blake Griffin all the time. And Russell Westbrook, he used to gas him too. You know, Jamal all Brandon. that, you know, yeah, Jordan Brand. He a businessman. But um, yeah, Jordan, Jordan don't like uh, LeBron. <laughs> it, like it, it, if, if you watch the video of them talking, Jordan literally says nothing to him that entire time. He said, Yeah, you gonna go out and do it. Okay, all right, baby. If anyone can do it, you can. All right, baby, go get him. He said, All right, baby. And that was it. That was the talk. But that's old black man conversation. Like that's how they talk. Like they just say a lot without saying nothing. Facts. All right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you. I see you now. Like, but but remember when when Kobe was living and the kids always asked Jordan and his camp, Kobe or Jordan, and every single year he kept saying Kobe, or not Kobe and Jordan, but Kobe or Brian, he kept saying Kobe. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, Kobe passed and he cries at Kobe's funeral and he tells Vanessa and he like, that was my little brother, blah, blah, blah. He ain't never said none of that about LeBron, bro. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't think he, he like Bron. Go ahead. I think it's also they just don't have the same connection because you got to think Kobe came in the league in 96. You yeah. know, it's you got to think his first All-Star game was Jordan's last All-Star game. Like, we saw the last dance, you know? It, and, you know, he talks about how Kobe used to hit him up in like to talk about different moves and stuff like that you know so I'm pretty sure at the point that LeBron came in I don't I don't think LeBron had the access to even have that connection with him you know because well, just they, the, they, they played a pickup you know the the story when he was LeBron was 16 and Jordan was with the Wizards they played pickup and uh it's kind of like a um you know like a basketball type of mythical story but I don't know, bro, because, like, I feel like this, Mo, right? If you were 23 and you the biggest thing walking in the sport of basketball since him, and he making a Space Jam 2, and y'all joke, you know what I'm saying? You could have my people reach out to your people. 
You know what I'm saying? If you really feel like that, if I'm Jordan and I really cared about this liaison, this biggest superstar in the league has seen since me, I'm reaching out to the dude, especially if he make a Space Jam 2. What I'm reaching out to him for? He literally wears 23. He literally, you want to know something from me? And you say, you know, you look up, you wear 23 because of me and everybody comparing us. You reach out to me. I'm Jordan, bro. Like, why would I be reaching out to you? If you want knowledge, if you want access to me, then reach out. But you got to think. It's like Kobe reached out to him because he modeled his entire game after him. Right, LeBron right. didn't model his game after Jordan. He just LeBron game is magic game. Yeah, he he just inspired to be as great as Jordan. That that's the difference. So like he never called Jordan to ask him about the fadeaway. Clearly, you know. Well, I mean, actually, well, LeBron got a pretty good fadeaway. I ain't cap. The, the game but, winner was a fadeaway. I know that's what I was just thinking about. But uh, but like, but the moral of the story is it's like he it's a difference it's it's like yeah as i said if i'm jordan it's like i'm not i'm not gonna just reach out to you i mean if you want to reach out to me then maybe but at the same time i don't think lebron really wants to reach out to him to talk basketball for real anyway because it's like bro, like i don't know he probably got either other people or it's just like as 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 lebron said this man said when he was five years old he stepped on the basketball court. The coach showed him the plays, and he understood everybody's uh, position all at once. So it's like – Who said that, LeBron? Yeah. He said he literally understood every position. Like, it all just made sense all at once. Okay. Like, so, yeah. You know, LeBron be capping. LeBron <laughs> <laughs> is, is one of the greatest liars to ever walk this planet. Yeah, have you seen him – when, when he bought stake in, in the little uh, soccer club overseas and they asking him on BBC and they asking him about the uh, about the club he just bought. And he said, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the club and the song. So they said, what's your favorite moment? Oh, man, it's just so many of them. And- <laughs> <laughs> or how my boy always on the first page. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Every time. They just happen to be catching them reading a new book. Right. He just started, bro. He gonna nah, be man. Tomorrow. that uh, day. I, I I knew before the game. I, I knew. I, I said, <laughs> I said, look, he probably gonna get sixty-seven tonight. And my boy's looking at me like, what? This is a random, locally televised game between the Los Angeles Lakers and the sub five hundred Toronto Raptors. Are you sure about that, homeboy? That we're all watching this random Sunday, non-nationally televised game with? Yeah, he going to get about 67 in the layup line, and then he got 81. I was there. I saw it. Yeah, why Why? Like, why were you and the homies watching? Like, the, the Lakers were not a, a playoff team that year. They were not good. Game. They had Ronnie Turrial yeah. and, and Kwame Brown in the starting lineup. They were like a seventh or eighth seed that year. Why were you watching this matchup between them and Jalen Rose era Toronto Raptors? Like, that's what you and the homies was doing that night. And you just happen to casually be like, no, I feel like he's going to get 70 points this night. He- Why did he lie? Like, but, but when he first said it, like when I was a kid and I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then like, but looking back at it when Kobe died and they kept posting it on Twitter, I was like, bro, like there's no possible way he did that. <laughs> But you got to think, like, LeBron, like, and not even just dudes like LeBron. You've seen it with Zion to a certain extent. Like, these dudes that have been, like, national name brands, 
since they was like 16 years old, it's hard to tell somebody like, I'm sure he got some people like LeBron got some people in his crew that could keep it real with him. But it's like for the most part, like what you really finna tell me? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a liar, but so what? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a millionaire at 18, paying my mama's bills. I got endorsements. I got a new Space Jam movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, he just probably never had nobody tell him like, bro, you ain't got to lie like that all the time. When people call Miles Turner corny for the TikTok, I don't know if y'all seen the TikTok of him mm-hmm. talking about, I've never been afraid to shoot my shot. And then, you know, like they like roasted him for it. I'm like, I don't think you guys realize how corny <laughs> most of these professional athletes are because they never had to be cool. All their lives, they never had to be cool. If you were the best player in the high school, best player in middle school, you ain't never had to be cool. You was popular and got anybody you wanted because you was the best player on the team in the school. You ain't never had to be cool. So it's like, Bron never had to be cool. Zion never had to be cool. Miles Turner never had to be any player in the NBA because they were the best players in their high school. So it's like, you do that, combine that with getting a million dollars in that logo next to you, that makes every sliding in the DMs easier and all that. You don't need game. You don't need to be cool because exactly what Jelani said. You got a million dollars. You you are who you are. Right. Nah, that's a fact, bro. You know, it's so crazy. You know, just people with money in general. You know, a lot of people with money just, you think just because they got money and everything, they really ain't got, you know, I see at my job a lot of times, like I see a lot of sugar dates come in like a lot of sugar babies and like these dudes and it's so interesting i can always tell i'm like <clears throat> like i'll be looking i'm like i can tell why you need to get a sugar baby because it's like a lot of you guys they be so concerned with themselves you know so they just be sitting there talking the whole time over talking to girl like i'll come by the table i'm sitting there like i literally have seen dudes just sit there and be like like the girl be in the middle of the time be like no what i'm saying is i'll be like dang bro like all right, man, you know, but they got to get their money's worth. I need a therapist. I need an escort. I need a, uh, I need a companion. You know, you get the whole nine. Exactly, bro. But, you know, money that is just so interesting with certain things that you hear people say, you know, you really realize it and it makes more sense as you get older. And the one thing that I've always heard people say is like money doesn't change you. It makes you more of who you already was, you know? And I've really, I feel like I really see that with people, you know, like a lot of you dudes, as you said, they, that's why, you know, it'd be always so weird. Like for us, we're like, you're a millionaire. Why would you rape somebody? But it's like, to them, it's like, because they ain't never heard no before. So it's like, what do you mean? You say, huh? Huh? What'd you say? What? Which one of y'all coming home with trigger? <laughs> Facts. But that's a bit, you know, because he getting older. So you ain't got the same allure. Like, let's just be 100. It's like, there are girls who ain't going to want to just want to just have sex with Trey Song because you uh, be- This ain't, this ain't uh, passion, pain, and pleasure no more. You feel me? Like, so, and oh, there we go. Okay. you have to get into these real situations 
real situations and uh and uh Trey Song. So uh salute to the Gonzalez twins. You know what I'm saying? We got we got frozen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you back, you back. Oh dang, what was the last thing y'all heard? Um when these allegations or these situations, I think you said when they get in these situations, I think that's the last thing you said. Oh, yeah. But moral of the story is it's just, you know, it things get different, you know, when as time goes on, especially like the dudes who get older, you know. And that's why I was saying with Trey Songs, I'm like, buddy is, you know, he's in his mid-30s now. Uh, or I, I believe so. I don't know exactly how old he is. It's also but, a different generation, bro, where it's like these girls don't care. They right. do, they do not like. I think Instagram has made everybody so it's like leveled the playing field. It's like they don't care if you got clout, if you famous, if you like. They don't care. Like they care about like, are you a cool person? Because Instagram has made like every girl celebrity, every girl celebrity on Instagram. If you got an Instagram account, you got ten DMs right now, in your requested if you're a girl. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everybody is celebrity on Instagram. So they literally do not care if you're famous. Like that might help get your get you a first response. That's it. But like, look at Drake. Why hasn't Drake been able to find love? Uh, girls don't care. After a while, girls don't care. They talking to Drake. Go ahead. Because of Rihanna. He just he been waiting for Rihanna, but now she's pregnant. But how so many of them girls done turned down Drake? Because it ain't no Drake turning down all the girls. That is not the case. Yo, real quick. Did y'all see how spicy he was on the on Instagram after Rihanna posted her uh, pregnancy announcement? He, he posted, didn't he post like him riding in the car or something like that and like a dark picture or something like that? Nah, it, yeah, he did, but it's the captions you got to see. Hold on, I'm about to go to him. I was like, he had a lot of energy right after that. Like, he wasn't posted. But as soon that's as true. Rihanna posted that, he had a lot of energy. That's a dark feeling, though. Like, when you, that moment when you realize, like, a girl that you, you had real love for is, like, really not coming back. Like, like it's over and over. It's, you, you can show, you can throw whatever Hail Mary you want to or whatever, but it's, it's just a wrap. Very right. uh, humbling experience. The, the darkest part, definitely, of growing up, man. One of the darkest parts of growing up. It's like them, them final blows be like, they be punching, man. They be hitting. Facts. All right. So she, I'm pretty sure she posted this. Uh, I don't know the exact date, but I know it was around January. So from January 30th, here's first caption. I've seen, th- I've seen things that ain't on nobody's vision board or list of goals. I will go more in depth if I wasn't dealing with shallow souls. Then he said, she says she been there before, but you ain't never been with me, so you never been. And then if I had a dollar for every time my honesty made me the villain, I would have been touched. I would have been touched a zillion. I don't want to be civil with niggas because I ain't no civilian. And I was just like, it was just mad ironic, like, right after, like, Rihanna posted this. I'm like, bro, these posts got a lot of energy behind them right now. And, probably, you know, they talk, they said that he unfollowed uh, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Yeah, I saw that. There's yeah. a couple things about that. Like, one, who who is sitting up here tracking, like, who, who follows who? 
Like, that's so weird to me. But, but they um, do it. They do it with the with Kyler Murray. It's like the biggest story on Sports Center that day. He unfolded yeah. the Arizona Cardinals, and it's like that. But that's the era we're in, man. I'm sure people who work for the shade room, like for real, for real. Think about it, if I work for the shade room, like yeah, I'm, I'm checking to see does does Ari still follow G Herbo? Does Ari still follow <laughs> Moneybag? You know, like just to be honest, because that's my job. No, <laughs> like I'm gonna, and then it's like Drake. This just happened. Did Drake still follow Rihanna? Oh, he. I, I ain't Rihanna. even gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I be doing that sometimes, just out of boredom. When I be like, hmm, let, let me see who Shakari Richardson following. Let me see who Drake following. Right. So I I'm saying, I've done that before. But 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 I'm saying, if we do that as users, in the middle of the day, people whose job it is, you know, what I'm saying. All right, so all right, I take back what I say. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. I get it. Yeah. Yo. Oh, go ahead, bro. I don't know how much longer we're gonna do this, but I just want before we wrap up, like we because we all, you know, my boy Mo is in a very beautiful committed relationship. Um, we all either are in a relationship with uh, a woman that lives in the Metro Atlanta area, or we date or talk to women. Um, in the metro Atlanta area and like I feel like when it comes if you live in New York I say really Atlanta Miami LA for sure New York I feel like celebrities are kind of more normalized but um how do y'all deal with just the prospect of like your girl might run into her celebrity crush like how do y'all just because it's a reality out here like that's a real thing you know what I'm saying especially with Instagram and Twitter so I'll say this real quick my girl celebrity crushes is uh Eric Benet and Jim Carrey. If she runs into in, any one of them, I mean shoot your shot. Go ahead. Cause I don't think that's gonna really go anywhere. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I really trust it on my end. <laughs> yeah, Jim Carrey probably, I feel like he would just be like. He he seems like the type to advise your girl not to cheat. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is <laughs> a good thing at home. Eric Benet, I don't know. He's probably somewhere playing ukulele on the beach somewhere. I don't know what he's up to. Never go yeah. for Eric Benet. Shout out to Ho. No, I was just thinking about that over the weekend because it's like, like I'll see, um, like you'll see like in Atlanta, like we we all follow Atlanta women and stuff like that. You'll see an Atlanta woman see like, yo, I seen um I seen Michael B. Jordan at the at the the lounge the other day. I'm like, bro, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he lives like, here now. He lives here. So it's like, yeah, it, it is not a game. Like no, you gotta be like really yeah, I, I seen bro at the Hawks game. I'm like, bro, no, he he lives here, lives here. I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, that changes a lot. No, you really got to be like secure with yourself, like mentally, <laughs> financially, physically. Like it's 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 definitely real out here. No, I, I, I don't know how to do it. Like, I mean, you just kind of like it's always just one of them things when you see it happen, you'd be like, oh, dang, that's where I lost. OK, I mean, he got it. Like one time there was one girl on Instagram or whatever, you know, um, she like stopped responding. And, you know, so I'm like scrolling, scrolling. And then in the vacation pics and like the A slide, I see Hashim Tabit. And I was like, Hashim Tabit. And I was like, oh, it's over. 
See if dudes that wasn't even good in the league is it, like that's well, but it's like but it's like we know the dude's name. Like I know the dude's name. Like he played in the he played second pick for OKC, bro. Like he ain't pan out, but he still has seen the beat, you know. Word. I ain't go number two in the league to OKC and I ain't seven foot. Facts. Yeah, it's not a situation where like I'm scared to bring my girl somewhere. I'm like, I'm not gonna walk in. Like it ain't like nah, that. that. That's controlling. That's controlling. <laughs> yeah, no, it ain't, that, it ain't. You, you might that. as well stay single. Cause 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 you you be looking at the dude at church. Bless you, bless you. You be looking at the dude at church, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what he doing? What he doing? Right. If he get to that point where you like, nah, we can't go to the Hawks game or, or we can't go to the lounge or we can't go to Buckhead, you know what I'm saying? Like then you might as well just stay single, bro. Cause this ain't the city for that. Man, you it's just my bad, right? Go ahead, bro. No, you go ahead. It's just funny to me that like, like let's say your auntie 20 years ago, she might have had a crush on Denzel or whatever, somebody like that. Like the chances of her meeting Denzel was very slim, like extremely. She would have had to stand outside of like a movie premiere or something like that. Like your girl, your girl really might meet, like if her crushes, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody like into let's say dude from Snowfall or somebody like that, like uh, Damon Idris. Yeah, your girl might really be at the bar in Atlanta somewhere or, or the hookah lounge and 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 Franklin, whatever what's his name on the show, Franklin. He might he might yeah. pull up on your lady. This is real out here, bro. They talking about that dark skin gang and shit. I'm like, yo, the uh, what is it, DGS or DGA with uh, Bobby Schmurda? But yeah, they they uh. Yeah, that, that's dangerous. If one of them members pull up on them, it's over with. But I mean, it is. I, I remember DDG, he used to always tell this joke to his old girl. He used to be like, what do he say? He used to be like, so so you're not going to leave me from one of Diddy's sons? <laughs> that's funny. Now, I mean, you know, it's the thing is, you know, it's so interesting. Like living in Atlanta, bro, you really just got to be like you got to be secure in your relationship you know and, you gotta find you a good one no birds yeah. nobody shallow yeah nobody shallow and nobody insecure it's just like i'm telling you security is the biggest thing in a relationship and it's like you see it insecurity in so many different ways you know and like somebody jealousy is a form of insecurity you know it's like just you you sitting there like like just thinking that your girl finna do all this, this, that, and the other, is you not being secure in your relationship. It's like, bro, I'm not sitting there thinking, like, I, like, I feel secure in my relationship. So if my girl goes out, bro, I'm not thinking anything about it. I don't give a, I don't give a damn who you see, just to be honest, because it's like, I believe, I not believe, I know. I know you're going to come, you're going to come back, you're not going to be out there doing no crazy stuff, you know? But... Or at least I have that. I feel I have that security. Hey, you know, stuff happens. Life happens. It, it all comes back to 2014, bro. What was the saying in 2014? If you can take my girl, you can keep her. Facts. I thought you were gonna say that it ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. I thought that was, <laughs> that song came out that year. <laughs> 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 I thought she was going. If you could, if you could take my girl, yeah, she was never mine to begin with. Uh, you know, whatever the saying was in twenty four season, but yeah, that one as well. Nah, but that's a fact though, for real. Like you know, like that childhood Gambino line. Like that's why I always like all of the lights. You know, break. And when he said that line of like, you know, uh, he said like, you know, I, I had, you know, I fucked your girl, 
but you know, you should thank me, you know, because like, now you know, like, she's not the one. Yeah, you know, and it's like, and it's like, it sucks like that, but it's like, that's real, bro. Sometimes it's like, bro, like, you know, sometimes realistically, it's things that happen. It may not happen. Like, you know, you feel like, man, it's this person, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes it's just your girl finna go do that, bro. That, that's how that was finna go, you know? It's like, there's no if, ands, or buts. That, that's just how that was finna go, bro. If it wasn't him, it was finna be somebody. That, that's how the bottle was going to spin. So, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> For real, though. Like, and, and that's the realization of it. It's like, bro, if your girl your girl cheats on you, she'll going to cheat. Just like, exactly. you know. You know, so I don't know. People be trying to make excuses for people and do all the different stuff. But it's just like, man, people are who they are. You know, moments happen. You just need to think, like, where, what happened in our relationship to where you felt you needed to go find something else. But then sometimes people are thoughts, guys and girls. It happens. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not insecure about, like, I don't know, maybe because I don't, like, I feel like when I was in high school, like, cheating was, like, the worst, like, I feel like that was the worst thing that could ever happen to me getting cheated on. I was like, yo, I can't, I can't handle it. But now it's like, you get a little bit older, it's like, all right, like, even if I did get cheated on, I don't, I'm not, I'm not dating nobody, I think you're cheating on me, but even if I did, it's like, like what, like what I'm gonna do? Like I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna wake Delana, up. you good, bro? Like hold on. No, 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 no. no. Right We're still talking about the conversation. It's like if it yeah. did. I'm not in a relationship right now. I'm, I'm Gucci. I'm straight. Um, right. But even if it was, it's like, like what, like what is, like what's the worst that's gonna happen? Like I be seeing stories where people will like kill their spouse over cheating or something like that. Like, bro, I'm not gonna throw my life away because you cheated on me. Like it just. That's no, over with. One, one yeah, thing. Though, one thing about love, it ends. It all ends one day. So how you how you gonna handle it? Either you're gonna break up or someone gonna die first. So I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel like we we've uh we've been kind of trained through Disney Channel and all that in these movies to like romanticize the idea of eternal love. And it doesn't exist. So it's like it's really just kind of like enjoying the moment while it's there because all you have is the moment and you know, you don't get sad about it ended. You're sad that it, you're happy that it happened <clears throat> and, you're, and you're enjoying all the moments while it's going on. So I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't don't keep that perspective. And then it turns into things like like what you're seeing on Instagram right now. No, and that's, I, I think that's a good point. Like, I, I want to say that's a good point, you know, just with the, the fact of like, you know, like that's something I've thought about, you know, just like, that's a crazy concept to like love somebody and then eventually it's just like maybe like I may pass away or you know vice versa you know and it's just like it's like and especially like you know because you're young it feels like forever you know but it's just like when you start getting to like 60 70 you know it's just like damn you know and like and I just be thinking about that that's just like such a crazy concept you know but yeah, I don't know. It's just like that you brought that up. That's something that I've thought about before. It's just like, like as you said, it's like either y'all fall out of love, or you know, like is eventually you know somebody gonna pass. You know, that that's that's why I still got love for everybody in my past because it's like, but I had to I had to get to that place. I had to get that maturity and that perspective, um, because it's like it ain't nothing personal. It's just life. It's like it's like friends, you know, like them friends were just there for like people pass through 
your life for a moment in time. They might have come into your life just to teach you one thing, and then they keep going, and you keep going on with life. Like it just is what it is. But it takes a little while to kind of get that perspective. Some people never get that perspective. So, but yeah, I mean, salute to everybody in love right now. Enjoy it while you have it, because it is not guaranteed forever. Actually, actually, it's guaranteed that it's not going to be forever. So enjoy it while you have. Or you could be on your Romeo and Juliet. I don't advise that. But hey, yeah, yeah, that's always at the same time. You know, I'm just saying. I'm throwing right, have you ever had that? I feel like I've had that. Uh, no, I had that discussion with one, one of my, ex, you know, one of my people in my past of the like, oh no, no, we're gonna be together. I'm gonna be 100. You're gonna be 99. You're gonna be in the bed, and then it's like we're gonna no. It's gonna be a peaceful death in our sleep or something like that, and like you know well, we you broke up like. Bro, that, <laughs> hey, hey, but 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 now you know why I'd be hurting. Now you know why I was hurt or why it was hurting back then. Because because imagine someone tell you this and then they write you a whole love letter, or whatever. You still got the note in your little cabinet, wasn't that? And then a month later, it's over. And then you're like, hold on now, like, nah, I no, like on some real stuff, bro. Like you saying that, bro, give me a new like perspective on on things. Cause I, I get that, like for real, that's a that's a deep thing to say, bro. Like I mean, to when say, you're like, nineteen, bro. When you're nineteen and someone tells you that, and you have that conversation, and then they write down a whole page of like that stuff is like it's like a shock. It's like I had to learn how to grow up real quick from that. Nah, and you know it's interesting. Like I have a homeboy that's dating a girl that. He's dating a girl who she she was dating this guy in high school and he just got married. And when he got married, she was crying. And he, yeah. So I ain't gonna cap. I told him, I was like, yo, she wilder. She should not be crying. Like, yo, that means you have feelings for her, I me mean, for him. But you know. But then I like I really thought about it more, and, and then like you know after talking with her, I was like, like for her, it's like you know it's it kind of sad because it's like yeah, like Buddy cheated on her, and that's why they broke up, you know. So and I don't know, I don't think it's necessarily that she still had feelings, but it's just like those emotions of like you told me you were going to marry me, you told me we were going to spend forever together. You told me that this was going to happen, that was going to happen. And then now I'm seeing you actualizing it with another girl. Yeah, I may be in another relationship, but it still kind of hurts, you know, because it's like you end up cheating on me, which showed me that you never meant none of that shit. And that shit still, that stuff still hurts, you know? And that's that's just like, that's human emotion, you know? So, and that's why I like, yeah, like, and as you said, bro, like if somebody writes you that, you know, it's like, that that stuff that's it it cuts deep because you have to if you plan your future like that and that's why like you know i i plan for the future but it's just like i plan accordingly in a sense you know it's like like when especially like even with my own personal relationship you know it's like i'm taking it one day at a time you know it's like but at the same time i, I see a future with my girl you know but it's just at the same time it's like you know, each day is a new day, you know? So you just don't know what happens 
from time, you know. So, yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of ranting. Nah, J- nah Jelani, because we not about to empty out our hearts with you just sitting back and watching. So, Jelani, <laughs> yeah, what, what vulnerability y'all want to know? I could, we could definitely get vulnerable. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's Valentine's. I remember this Valentine's Day last year. I found out um, she wasn't my girl by that point. We had stopped dating for like a few months. But I remember a girl I used to date. I remember I found out she, she was like pregnant this time. Um, she did like her pregnancy reveal on Valentine's Day last year. And I was like, a, like, God damn, like, I'm doing better now. I got them, some things going on. But right. during that moment, I just, I was living in New York at the time. I had just moved up there. I ain't know nobody. Like, I'm just scrolling the gram. Like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> you, know what, you know what really bothered me? Like, I knew she had a boyfriend. It bothered me because it's like, damn, you got a baby. Like, I can't even, like, I can't even really spend a block no more. Like, you might have to babysit your kid or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just randomly hit you up. At three in the morning, like you know, nah, what I'm that's saying? real. That's real. No, facts. Yeah, no. Nah, this this one girl I went to high school with, bro, and uh, she got a baby with somebody that I know, and me and him was always cool, but it's just like me and her was always a little bit cooler, if you feel me. So it's like, but it's like they wasn't like when we originally me and her started like we were always kind of you know like when we were kind of talking i think i know who you're talking about yeah when we were kind of talking it wasn't like they weren't really a thing but then they really became a thing as time went on and then they had a baby together and then when that happened i was just like oh I gotta fall back now. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, like I, I, I would still kind of shoot my little shots here and there, you know, and because it was just like you know, old fling type thing. But then, like when they had the baby, I was like, oh dang, all right. Like, well, y'all one of our, together forever now. <laughs> well, one of our one of our top prospects from high school uh, got married and had kids, but like the marriage hasn't necessarily worked out, and now they they talk about like you know, they're uh. They, they were like, I don't, I don't have no sneaky links. My co-parent knows knows about all my link-ups and all my fun. And it's like, I was one of the top prospects, but I ain't trying to go to nobody, you know what I'm saying, with, with no kids, you know. That's a dark reality right there. Yeah. yeah. Just that, that sentence right there was just a very, just a very Section 8-ass tweet, like, Yo, my my co-parent knows about my link-ups. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you, like, you calm your freaky ass down and raise your kid. Like, how much you got going on to where? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna need you to to pick up uh so and so tonight because uh I got Ray Ray coming over. But go ahead, my boy. You know <laughs> I was gonna say, man, I had a homeboy, bro. So one of my homeboys, he was trying to talk to the girl, but so she just had a baby, right? So she just had a baby. So like, but he's like, he's trying to slide back in. So he didn't care about the baby. So I was like, okay, cool. But he was like, yeah, bro. But I got to figure out if she's still talking to her baby daddy or not. I said, what? I was like, bro, like, why are you, why are you worried about that? And he was like, I'm just saying, because, you know, I don't want him like, you know, having an issue, this, that, and the other. And, you know, it's like, I was telling him, I'm like, bro, I'm like, dog. If she was finna come link with you, bro, she was finna do it on the sneaky link. She don't want, like, and that's the thing. It's like, girls, 
you know, I was telling him, I'm like, nobody wants to feel like a dot. No girl wants to feel like, like, Boy, you know, that, that is the biggest fact. That's something that, that I ain't learned until a couple of years. I was like, okay, this is how, okay, I got it now. You just dropped a billion dollars a game worth. Continue, please. Nah, but for real, it's like, bro, like, no girl wants to feel like a thought. And it's like, dude be feeling like, let me ask her about this and the other. It's like, bro, keep it smooth, bro. Don't even, don't even bring that up. Because what she going to do, she going to do. You feel me? But if you if you make her feel like a thought, because now you ask her about her baby daddy. Yeah, she's still with the baby daddy. So now she going to have to look like a thought to mess with you. That's the only way she going to mess with you. Because she going to look like a thought. If you never bring it up, bro, she could just come link with you. And, it's, and then her perspective. Your perception of her, like, well, in her mind, will never change. It's just y'all linked, you know? And that's the thing I was telling him. I'm like, bro, like, people would be too concerned about that stuff, bro. Like, like, let that girl be free, man, you know? That's the moral of the story is, like, any guy out there, bro, y'all sitting there trying to figure out about the boyfriend, about the baby daddy, about the husband. Let that girl be free, bro. Just talk to her about her day. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Episode whatever number this was a 1 a.m. podcast. Let that girl be free. Thank you, Monos, for a great closing segment. Fellas, where can the people find you all on social media? You can find me on Twitter, underscore Jelani, J-E-L-A-N-I, two underscores at the end. Y'all can find me at Monos, underscore, underscore on Twitter. Find me at RB Mo on underscore underscore at Instagram. Find me on all streaming platforms at Monos. Uh, RashadMillen.com. You can follow me on Twitter. At Kennedy Carter is finally free, but at what cost? My heart. Until next time, you guys be easy. This is the Road to 1K Subs. Y'all listen to uh, iTunes, uh, Anchor FM, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Opify, uh which where else we at where else we at soundcloud no we know yeah, we on SoundCloud. oh we ain't on soundcloud i mean i guess we we should make a soundcloud we ain't got a soundcloud i ain't gonna copy all right well we're gonna create a soundcloud are we on google play for the android users yeah we should definitely be on google play uh we will be okay. on google play eventually for the for the uh android users until next and, you time, know, you guys. And then I just want to give another head. shout out to Anchor, man, you know, uh, for helping us uh, put all of our stuff on all streaming platforms. You know, just want to thank them for everything they do. If y'all y'all got any platform, uh, me, any podcast y'all trying to do, definitely do it through Anchor. Great, po- uh, great platform. But yeah, shout until out. next time, y'all. Shout out Yeezy. Shout out Yeezy, man. Yes, hey, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know the vibes. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs>